Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's carriage. It is Thursday evening. The skies are dimming and a gloomyish gray. It will soon be nighttime as I'm leaving my workday at the candy shop. And we've been seeing warmer temperatures lately. It is currently 51 degrees out. How are you? And what have you been up to? I hope you had a chance to sit back and relax and enjoy some time with loved ones. Maybe get together with some friends. And if you don't have weekends off, hopefully you had a moment to catch your breath between moments of pandemonium. The other day, it allegedly became spring. I say allegedly because there are still a few clouds in the sky and it hasn't quite yet been toasty out. The ground still seems firmly frozen and there's still a presence of dreariness. Although last Friday, we did get up to 60 out. And then promptly thereafter over the weekend, we dipped back down to lower temperatures. In fact, lately, the temperatures have been somewhere in the 40s, occasionally 30s earlier in the day. But I have hopes that this warming trend will continue and that Mother Nature will soon begin to decide to smile upon us. I, for one, am looking forward to the possibility of being able to dress for outdoors and not have to wear a winter coat, maybe even get in some morning walks before the workday. I know that spending time outdoors certainly seems to improve my mood, and uh, it will be a welcome change from all these months spent indoors. Did you catch the latest episode of Matinee Minutia? Last Friday, we talked about the 1988 romantic comedy, My Stepmother is an Alien. If you haven't already caught that, go ahead and jaunt on over to Matinee Minutia, M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E dot com. And normally, Toppy Smelly and I record that program. We perform it live twice a month, the first and third Friday of each month. So because March is a longer month this year, we have a little bit of a break before our next episode. Now, this, this show has been fun to do. It's no great daunting challenge. We thoroughly enjoy doing this program. But as any hobbyist, as any artist would tell you, it's nice to have a break from time to time to rinse out your brushes, maybe get some new ones, and maybe put a fresh canvas on the easel. So I'm just going through my vast library of films and 
picking out a few to toss into the gumball machine to see if we can pick up some other choices, some variety to add to the mix. And uh, there may be a few surprises in store. Now, certainly, if you've been listening to Matinee Minutia and you have any film or television favorites of your own, you can definitely write in to us at matineeminutia at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the show and give us a few tips. Lately, Hubby and I have been catching up on a few things. We're chugging right along on Star Trek Discovery. I won't be giving any spoilers, but um, it's common knowledge that Captain Pike, a character that was briefly portrayed in the original Star Trek from the 60s, has played a role in the current season. And I'm sad to say that we are just a handful of episodes before the season is over for the year. So I'm not really looking forward to the absence there, but we do have plenty of other programs to catch up on. We've recently been watching a Netflix original series that was co-written by comic and producer Amy Peeler. And this is a show called Russian Doll. You might have heard about this. It's a, a very fun program set in New York City. And basically, it, uh, it runs along a similar premise to the 80s film with Bill Murray called Groundhog Day, in that it follows the main character as she ends up having to repeat the same day over and again. And eventually she does come across another person who seems to be stuck in the same predicament. And it's actually a fairly short season. There's only eight episodes, but it is a fun watch. And it certainly left us wanting more. Apparently, there are talks about continuing the show next year. And speaking of shows that are being continued, we are thoroughly looking forward to the upcoming next season of the Netflix original series Stranger Things. Now, this is its third season, so if you haven't caught it yet, it is available on Netflix still. And it's a very enjoyable, sort of nostalgic show in that it's set in the 1980s, and it follows the misadventures of a group of friends that live in a town near a mysterious research lab. And uh, each season has had a different theme, and the previews for the coming season seem to have a a little bit of an emphasis on the 80s marketing and retail experience. So the phenomenon that was the heyday of the shopping mall and American consumerism and capitalism. And yes, I did say that the series stars Winona Ryder, who of course you'll know from such 
90s cult classics as Reality Bites and Heathers. And yes, many moons ago, she did get caught shoplifting, but has had a lifetime since, some might say. And uh, rumor has it she has been associated with, or rather has been seen with, Keanu Reeves. Uh, you know, the star from the Matrix series of films and, well, many others. I know he starred in a film called The Lake House with Sandra Bullock quite a few years ago now. And originally, uh, his early days were in a series called uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which later got a sequel. And there is uh, plans for a late and uh, long-anticipated third film that should be coming out in the near future. So, uh, Winona Ryder, possibly Mrs. Keanu Reeves. Who knows? I am very much looking forward to the weekend, as since we don't have another matinee minutia coming right around the bend, I have plans to just sit back and possibly enjoy some time playing video games. I'm not one to buy the latest titles. I don't get myself on any sort of lists for a, uh, a pre-release or a advanced copy of anything. No, I am perfectly happy with buying used copies of somewhat recent games. And I do still have a Nintendo Wii U. Yes, I said Wii U. That was the system that succeeded after the Wii and is not the current one. The current one is called the Switch. Switch has been out for a couple of years now, so that would place the Wii U at possibly a five-year-old system now. But hey, there's still plenty of games for that that I haven't finished. Case in point, I have a copy of the adventure with aliens called Pikmin. P-I-K-M-I-N and uh, in the edition for the Wii U it's a little alien creature that crash lands on a planet and uh, you have to figure out how to put things back into a balance haven't played that one in a while I'm also still playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild the latest installment in that I don't think I can say I'm quite even halfway through that one. And I've been meaning to start Elder Scrolls Online. I know it's different from the traditional Elder Scrolls, but uh, I've been meaning to start that on my PlayStation, which I'll have to blow the dust off of. I bought my PlayStation 4 Pro the other year when we were ditching cable. And who knew the service that we would end up going with is, uh, more widely supported on other streaming devices like Roku. So the PlayStation only really gets turned on when I have a game to play. Did you know that when the PlayStation 4 came out, there was quite a bit of criticism in the gaming and technology world? Yes, apparently in an effort to save costs, Sony made a decision that was quite unpopular where they ended up including a lower-end Blu-ray player, which, of course, 
drove down the cost of the console and arguably made it more affordable to folks. So there was more value in the product, but essentially the hardware for the PlayStation 4 Blu-ray drive was considered to be of lower quality. In fact, the PlayStation 3, which supported Blu-ray, also supported 3D. I know what you're thinking. 50s horror or sci-fi movies, the things that leapt out at you. No, if you haven't been to the movies in the last 10 years, there's been a resurgence of 3D technology that's been called Real 3D. And yes, you pay a little extra and you end up getting a pair of glasses to watch that film. But the PlayStation 3 actually supported 3D technology. And the newer 4K televisions coming out have a resolution, a refresh rate, which means how quickly the picture is redrawn on the screen. The refresh rate on the newer 4K televisions actually matches the type of processing that was required by 3D. And in earlier days, normally that required a special add-on device. So it's actually pretty surprising that the principles of 3D have not been more embraced and incorporated into the capabilities of the 4K platform. It really is surprising, especially since Sony dropped 3D from the PlayStation 4 when it was released. Who knows if it will be available on the 5, but if you do a bit of research and uh, if you are a home theater aficionado, it's worth looking into. All right, folks, stay tuned for the second half of this program. And here we are in the latter part of the week. It is Friday, and I'm heading home from my workday at the candy shop. The skies overhead are a purpley gray, almost a grape color. It's as if the sky were a chalk painting. I hope you have some plans for the weekend. That you're able to get together with loved ones. Enjoy some time together. Hubby and I have this evening together. And uh, while we don't have the weekend off together, he will be going in for a later shift at Great Grace Brothers tomorrow. So I'll have at least Sunday off with him. And tonight, we are hoping to get a few things done around the house. A little spring cleaning, if you will. Since moving into our house more than six years ago now, we've had our share of collections dumped in our laps. A grandparent passes away, a friend gives you something, an aunt gifts you some heirloom, and suddenly you're waiting in clutter. And um, we have decided 
that it has come time, high time, that we begin, we begin digging ourselves out from this mess. And that's going to start with clearing out our garage. We're going to be building some shelving units in there and getting some totes and filling those up and shifting the focus of the household, getting things into better places. And uh, some things will be in, well, more accessible locations. Christmas ornaments will be put to where they can be reached without having to upset a stack. (laughs) Just an overall better concept. And it has occurred to me that I haven't given you a kitty cat update in a while. So it has been, oh, let's see, we're now in March. And uh, let's see. Okay, so it's been about seven months since our old senior kitty, Mr. Oliver, took sick on us and we started having to medicate him daily, we have noticed recently that when we were able to give him the pill form of his medication, his behavior was more encouraging than with the liquid. We had some concerns over the consistency of batches of the liquid, and now that there's been some healing time that has passed, he is able to tolerate larger nibbles of food. And what we're able to accomplish with that is we've purchased some of those pill pockets, is what they call them. It's it's basically kind of like a, uh, a chewy treat that you can mold around the portion of the pill that you have to give your pet. And it comes in different flavors, so that helps with the appetite and and masking it and hiding it. And uh, if you don't put it in the first bite, <laughs> you can fool your pet into thinking they may not be getting medication. Or at least, that's not what you're giving them. So Mr. Oliver is doing quite well, and we are definitely noticing a difference in his attitude, in his behavior, as a result of more consistent and possibly stronger medication. Willingly, he'll, he'll actually ask for more of the treat that we've been hiding the food in, or the uh, pill in, and he has a healthy appetite. He will ask for food. Now, we can't rest on our laurels, we can't just, you know, assume that he's eating enough, we still have to watch it, and we weigh him at least once a week to make sure that we're not doing him a disservice. And uh, our youngest kitty cat, our tortoiseshell, our torty, and that's, uh, tortoiseshell kitties are special in that you only get one Every once in a while, it's kind of like a unicorn uh, because uh, people aren't quite sure how 
the breed is is arrived at, how it's accomplished. But uh, tortoise shells are called that because they have a mixture of colors in their coats, and usually it's a dark base, like a black, with tan or orange or white, all mixed together. So um, apparently it is based upon the calico breed, which is usually a white and black kitty with uh, often patches of orange. But uh, our tortoiseshell, Goldie, the youngest of our pack, our tribe, was sick the other week, possibly about a month ago now. She got into something that didn't seem to agree with her. She had tummy trouble. And if you are a pet parent, especially if you have cats, you'll know that as, uh, as unsettling as it may be, it's like having a toddler sometimes, you have to watch out for changes in the litter box. And uh, what I mean by that is if they have something that didn't agree with them, you will notice things are a little messy. Certainly this would also be the case if maybe they were having troubles going to the bathroom. But in Goldie's case, it was quite the opposite. So come to find out, as I mentioned before, she perhaps may have gotten into some artificial plants that we had in the house. And uh, she was on some medication for a little while there, which she didn't really tolerate. It was supposed to help with our digestive systems, sort of a an emodium or a, uh, a kaopectate or a peptobismol, if you will, for kitties. She didn't like it at all. And uh, she would actually drool and spit after receiving it. So thankfully, it was only for a week or so. But uh, it is also possible that she may have eaten some of the wet food in her house. Now, that wouldn't normally be a problem. Although anytime you change your pet's food, if you're switching brands of something or, or uh, formulas, it's a good idea to introduce it slowly. Just as, as with people, if you eat something that's not normally part of your diet and know that it disagrees with you at times, this will happen with your pets. So always slowly introduce your pets to a new food if you're planning on switching them long term. Mix it in gradually over the course of a week or two, eventually replacing. Well, poor little Goldie, she got possibly into some of the wet food and the trouble with that is that the particular brand that we purchase it's called Dr. Elsie's, E-L-S-E-Y-S. And um, not a paid endorsement, just the first time I'm mentioning it. But it's a higher-end pet food. There are fewer fillers, perhaps no fillers. Higher protein. And the important thing is, is that our pets, unlike people, cannot process carbohydrates. They pass through them, and it is a filler. And when they say filler, 
that means that it is like that potato chip bag that you bought for your snack. I know that you complain when you pay so much for that bag and half of it's air. So why would you buy a pet food knowing that your, your furry friend is only getting half the food that you paid for? Exactly. So, uh, Dr. Elsie's is a higher protein, a no-carb food or low-carb food, and some of the varieties are made with seafood components because these are higher protein meats. And just as with people, some animals have an allergy to different kinds of foods, including seafood. So. It is entirely possible that poor little Miss Goldie may have an allergy to shellfish, the type of seafood that is used in this particular variety of pet food. Thankfully, it was only a matter of time before we noticed improvements in her litter box activity. Sadly, we did have to keep her confined to one of our bedrooms while we were at in the uh, in our work days but as always we made sure that she had food and water and we had classical music playing for her softly to keep her, her occupied to make her feel that someone was keeping her company and after the follow-up with the vet we learned just what we suspected that she is just a high-strung very sensitive putty cat. And thankfully, that scare has now passed us. Let's see, I'm just uh, sitting in the parking lot of a local grocery. I've got some errands I need to run before getting home. Are some of you making plans for warmer weather already? I know I've been anticipating the options for getting out and about. I was disappointed recently when I tried to make plans with friends to go see a live performance. Uh, I wanted to see a comic that was going to be appearing at a local venue because I was excited and I got to, I saw a billboard ad and I said to myself, that sounds like fun. And then we go to look at seating options and well, the only thing that was left were seats that weren't even together. So that was certainly frustrating. And then on top of that, to add insult to injury, I let a few days pass. I was trying to look forward to another option and it came to my attention that there were some impressive guests at an upcoming event. There is a, another science fiction convention about the same place that we go to the Farpoint Convention each year. They're in the Mid-Atlantic outside the greater Baltimore area. And I have for years been curious about attending this convention called Shore Leave. In this case, a couple of the recent stars from Star Trek Discovery, Mr. Anson Mount, who is playing Captain Pike, and Ethan Peck, who was playing uh, Lieutenant Spock, were going to be at the convention, the Shore Leave Convention, and that's in mid-July. Well, 
you know, if you're a local, you might think to yourself, there's a fairgrounds nearby, it's the summer, there will be graduations, you better book that ahead. Well, yours truly didn't think ahead and just simply saw the lineup and thought, oh, I really want to go to that. Well, good luck. Try to find a room there because basically it's like winning the lottery. Once you come into good fortune, everything comes out of the woodwork. And I wish I had a microscope to look into that woodwork because unless you've got family there, you're not going to find a room. (laughs) Oh, planning people. (sighs) I know. Hashtag first world problems. I'm going to try to fight the cabin fever now that it's going to be warmer weather soon. going to try to make an effort to get daily walks in as often as possible and perhaps get something accomplished with the yard this year. I, for one, would like to actually plant some flowers, especially ones that will remind me of my dearly departed loved ones. Maybe some favorites that used to be in Grandma's yard. All right, folks, that's my rant for now. (laughs) As always, you can email me at djstarsage at gmail.com. You can also tweet me at djstarsage. Best wishes for the weekend. Chin up, soldier on. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting.